Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seifert and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us. Oh, we have some music. What is this music? Oh, it's it's the song you referred to in our last episode. Oh, through the magic of the internet. Maisie Dotes and... Mares... Did she say Maisie Dotes? Mares eat oats and does okay. eat oats. A doe, I think, is a female Please goat. Please me for getting that wrong. Mares eat oats and does eat oats. And little lambs eat ivy and some other stuff. Um... I just I uh, I know it's ridiculous, but I um, I think that's I awesome. have this weird memory from elementary school and some sort of music concert where we were dressed up as farm animals and whatnot, and we sang that I song. I would pay so much money for video footage I, of that. So, well, you know, it was probably on that what's that eight millimeter film or something. If your mom from back has in the that day. in Upper Michigan, mom, don't listen Is she to in anything. Upper Michigan? No, she's no, she's not in Upper Michigan. Western, no, Eastern. Southeastern Michigan. Southeastern, sorry. Yeah. Gosh. You by Chicago? Work? No. By Cleveland. Uh, Closer to Cleveland, Cleveland, yes. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland does. Okay, this is not okay. what we wanted to talk about. So, uh, My friend Rodney lives in Cleveland. Really? Yeah. He used to live in New York City. Oh, yeah. Cool. Just moved. Yeah. Anyway. So I've been to Cleveland. I went to a play there. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is not what we wanted to talk no. about. We wanted uh, to talk so about forgiveness. This forg- is part two. This is part two. Or how the French Canadian says, pas du. du. <laughs> is that how they say it? They I, don't say part, because that's not Canadian. French. No, I don't know. But well, there, was some movie, du, there was some movie that used that. D-E-U-X. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness. And we are, we are sitting here having an intense conversation. We've totally solved the forgiveness no, equation. No, we haven't. We haven't. No. But I have some oh, deep yeah. convictions about it that I know... Um, not everybody holds to, sure. but I want to say this is a really important issue, uh, important with our, for our relationship with God and with others. So you said you had more questions, but I feel like you have a lot of wisdom, too, to share. I, so, I don't have any wisdom. <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's what wise, oh humble gosh. people say. Uh, at least it doesn't often feel like it. Um, so... Feelings are overrated, Tim. You, yeah, <laughs> you. you had... Um, you had posed the question that I never think we got around to answering in the first episode here. Of what is forgiveness? What is And forgiveness? We, we've talked about some of the mechanics of forgiveness, I guess, and some of like, how does it work? And, and I don't think we've resolved all of that. And I don't know that we will today. Right. Um, but there's still that lingering question though, of what is forgiveness? And, and, Again, with keeping with, let's keep it in the Bible, yes. um, because that's this is our source of truth that we believe uh, offers truth for us. Uh, our scripture that we're studying from the Lord's Prayer doesn't tell us what forgiveness is. It just says you need to do this, right? Uh, and that's important, and I don't want to neglect that. But what is this forgiveness that we're supposed to do? Right. And when we were in Bible study. Um, the other day, what came, well, two scriptures came to my mind. One was from Psalm 103, I think, um, which is about, uh, that God, uh, God puts your sins as far as the East East is from from the West. West. Yes. yes, He forgives your sins as far as the East is. So it's a removal of, yeah. So Mm -hmm. that was one thing that came into my mind. And the other one was just, uh, from the, 
from uh, when Jesus institutes the Lord's Supper. I don't know or, if you had the verse right on that, but that's okay. I don't. I'm, that's okay. I'm, might it, be it, 100 it, verse it, 3 maybe it's or 111. Or I don't remember. Yeah, so yeah. This is what happens when you just um, don't prepare. Uh, somewhere in the Psalms it says that, that he removes our transgressions <laughs> as far as, as the east, east is from, from the west. west. Yes. Yeah. And I'm assuming that we can we can take transgressions yeah. and substitute that for sin or, uh, yeah. Um, and so that verse popped into my mind. And then the second one was from Matthew 26, where he institutes, Jesus institutes the Lord's Supper. And he says to the disciples, as he offers them the cup, he says, this is the cup of the new covenant, which is uh, poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you you drink it in remembrance of me, and I, I'm sure there's 500 other scriptures that talk about forgiveness or have that word in there, but those two popped into my head as there's this removal of the transgression or the sin as far as the east is from the west, which I think is just a literary mechanism to say you know basically this infinity between it. You can't right. There's just it's, it's far away. Uh, and then, um, and then his description of his, his, his death as he's, as he's, uh, sharing the cup with them, pointing to his death that's coming on the cross saying that this death is, is for the forgiveness of sins. Right. So what is, so what I was thinking then is like, what does that mean? Like if that's what forgiveness is, is this pouring out of himself and his blood for our forgiveness and how does that manifest in our lives, and is that is that what forgiveness is for us? Or I don't know, you know, six dozen questions there or whatever. <laughs> um, so I wondered if there was some element of this, like if I'm going to be a forgiving person, that um, kind of following Jesus' example of this selfless, um, selfless and and humble submission, um, and and um, pouring out of ourselves for others, does that relate to what forgiveness is? I think it definitely and, and relates. human terms today. Yeah, I think when we're talking about the ultimate atonement of, uh, of Christ for our sins, um, I mean, he's doing what was necessary to completely cover over or eliminate our, our sin, capital S, right? Right, yeah. And... And so, you know, we don't have to atone for the sins of others in right. order that they be saved. But uh, in our relationships with others, will there, will there be some suffering on behalf of the person that has been wronged? Hmm. Um, and yeah, there could be. I mean, it, I don't think forgiveness is always easy. Um, but I, I, so I, kinda... uh, but I don't. Uh, you know, we have to we have to admit that this person has wronged us, and sometimes they don't want to admit it to us, and that's a type of a type of suffering, mm. right? Yeah, to feel like yeah, I'm not yeah. being validated in that way. Someone has wounded me or abused me, and, and they don't acknowledge that hurt, and, and that intensifies it even and makes it worse. And yet Jesus is saying, "Be a person who forgives." Yeah. Uh, and this is my question: Can I forgive someone who doesn't want to be forgiven, and, and it, or doesn't think they need to be? And it gets back to what is forgiveness, and and I think forgiveness is multidimensional or multifaceted in that I I can 
by the Lord's leading, by the Spirit's help, become a person who offers forgiveness. Um, but because of free will, the other person may not receive it. So there's that other side of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but what I tried to do was still forgiveness. I've forgiven my debt as far as I as far have as the debt can. towards the person. Yeah. Um, but if they don't receive that, they don't finish the transaction, they don't sign the dotted line, then the paperwork's not done, so to speak. But um, but that's not on me. Um, yeah. So could we? would it be fair to say that forgiveness... Uh, it's in in terms of the, our relationship with Jesus, that it's about um, restoring us to a place of relationship with with Him. Could we say that in our interpersonal relationships, that forgiveness is also about restoring a place of or that kind of right relationship between each other? Sometimes it doesn't exist if we're still holding on to this. Yeah. Whatever we're holding on to, but if we can come to the point where we offer for, offer forgiveness and it's accepted, or somebody asks for it and we yeah. give it, that then that restores us into a relationship, so we can move forward from that point. Yeah, I think that that is part of it. And in, in an ideal situation, when um, when we're offering forgiveness to someone, and they've accepted it, and we're able to safely live together work together whatever the situation is then we can have a restored relationship but there's other situations where we might forgive someone and the relationship will maybe never be the same and this is where yeah. our vertical forgiveness relationship with god is maybe different than our human horizontal relationships with other with people other, yeah. you know forgiving an abusive parent um that's dead but offering that forgiveness as you go through some kind of journey or healing process and they can't speak for themselves anymore they're dead yeah. that that's very different right right um, yeah so in human terms we have some imperfections uh or um offering forgiveness to um someone that you don't want to do business with again mm. but you offer forgiveness they admit it but you're not going to do you know, you're not going to do a transaction with them again, whatever it was. They admitted it. They said they're sorry you offered it. Now, um, if you see that, I think forgiveness means if you see that person on the street, you still want the best for them. You're not identifying them by their sin. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you want blessing for them. Uh, but um, in human terms, I think we can learn from our lessons and say, but I don't, I don't want to do business with that person again. Sure. Now, maybe that's not as radical as some people practice forgiveness. Mm. I'm just not sure that God calls us human beings to do something we can't do. We can't do. And I can't, we can't forget until our brains. <laughs> yeah, that's one get, of the things we've talked, to, yeah. we've talked about is like we, we hear in our culture, well, forgive and forget. Well, easier said than done, right? Because right. Um, we have a hard time forgetting and, when we've been hurt. The way I tell people in my counseling or, and premarital classes, the kind of forgetting that we can do is we can choose to forget the ways that we identified the person. So it's hard to forget the event or the facts of what happened, especially if you bear the wounds in your body from abuse or something, right? But uh, I can choose to 
forget how I identify that person. Not in memory, but like, okay, I will not see you as abuser or violator anymore. You've asked for forgiveness. I am choosing to see you as someone who asked me for forgiveness and you're you're forgiven and I I see you as a child of God that I want the best for. Mm. You know, I want yeah. the absolute best for you. I'm going to remember some facts that happened and I don't know if you're safe for, safe for me to be around, yeah. Yeah. but I'm going there to want the best for you. Yeah. And sometimes wanting the best for a person means we can't be around can't be each together. other. Yeah. You know, and this is why I, I just think forgiveness is a really deep topic in, in the human relationships. And I think there's a lot of shallow ideas around, mm, yeah. you know, just forgive everybody. Yeah. This self-motivated, forgive everybody because if you don't, it's really just taking up space on you. You know, it's weighing you down. That seems like a really nice teaching. And I want to just tell everybody listening, it's garbage. Because it's subtly putting a weight back on you. Because, uh, okay, I'm just going to forgive everybody. Uh, well, yeah, we're supposed to forgive, but it's a really deep thing that you need God's help to do. And you, you, you may not actually be doing it, but you think you're supposed to, and then you feel really bad because you aren't. And so you have to learn how to pray for those who persecute you. You learn. You have to learn about how to let go of bitterness. You have to learn about putting anger aside. You have to. You have to ask the Spirit's help to actually offer forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And then you have to admit when it, it hasn't actually been received. Um, and and you have to admit, am I choosing to not identify that person with the sin they did against me? Mm-hmm. Am I really? Am yeah. I just saying yeah. that I've forgiven them, or not? Uh, those are big things that yeah. I think some of our shallow teachings from some talk show hosts and some Christians that have written books um, maybe don't dive into as much yeah. as should be. Because it's a little messy uh, to it really is. get into it. It's, I was just thinking there's often this phrase about uh, in Christian circles about cheap grace and that yeah, grace yeah. isn't cheap and it's not. Uh, maybe the same could be said, you know, as about forgiveness here is it's not cheap. It's It's hard work. It's takes an investment it takes yeah. time it takes uh, takes a lot of different things into it to really uh, to really exist and so uh, we need to be careful um, in our relationships about just saying that oh we forgive everybody well, and, and 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 yeah it's a happy place people now. can say well, like, well Jesus Jesus said your sins are forgiven to people who came to him but they came to him they, they came, came to him admitting yeah. they needed some kind of yeah. need or they came to him broken we can say, well, Jesus on the cross said, Father, forgive them, for they know what, not what they're doing. And nobody asked for that. He just gave that. Yes, but he's offering. He's offering and he's asking the Father. But the Father, that didn't mean, unless you're a universalist, that didn't mean that he flipped the switch at that point and said, okay, Jesus asked for everybody. Everybody's automatically forgiven at this yeah. point forward. Um, he, Jesus was saying, I am going to make the offer to all humans lost in sin. Uh, through my sacrifice, that they can be forgiven. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Um, now, it is not on Jesus if we don't receive that forgiveness. It's on us. Yeah. Um, we need to admit that we we need that forgiveness, right? Um, so as Christians, I think we we you brought up the cup of suffering. I think we we learn from that example. If he has truly changed us and we've been forgiven this great debt, as this one, the parable he teaches about the, the great debt yeah. of the king. Is yeah. that Luke 18? Or, um, 
or Matthew 18. Gosh, we're bad with scripture right now. But you know the parable of which I, I do, speak. I do, I do. And, and they, if we've been forgiven yeah. a big debt, we need yeah. to be people who can who forgive our relational yeah. debts. Yeah. Yeah. That was... I mean, we've we've been forgiven the sin against God, the brokenness we have. And if that huge unpayable debt, a debt that I cannot pay on my own has been paid by Christ, then I should become a person who is willing to release all debts against me. Right? Yeah. And live at peace with all people as far as it depends upon me. Yeah. And that's where I think we are called to live. To be people who are willing to practice radical forgiveness on our end. Yeah. Okay? Um, the complication comes when you have unrepentant people or people who are continuously sinning. Yeah. Or an act of sin. So mm, Paul gives yeah. us examples in the early church. Uh, the first Corinthians comes to mind, right? Of people people within the church who are doing behaviors that they shouldn't do. They're active in it. They haven't stopped it. And they're justifying it. Now, we don't right. see... Right. We, we see Paul telling them to pray for them. But we also... There was heavy tone of they need to be corrected. Right. They need to admit they're wrong. Yeah. Um, he didn't just say, hey, forgive them. And that's what will... That's what will get him back if you just go up to him and say, you're forgiven, buddy. Yeah. He did not say that. He said, treat him like a sinner or cast him out or, you know. You, um, so so there's I, and this... that's not every situation. There's yeah. different situations. Right. And that's yeah. why it's complicated. But if yeah. it's ongoing and unrepentant, um, you know, and we just tell people, oh, just forgive it. That's like telling people to be a, a doormat. And that's not what was demonstrated by Jesus and or Paul. Right. I don't think. Jesus told the Pharisees to repent. He didn't yeah. just say, hey, he didn't come up and say, hey, buddy, you got it all I, wrong, but I forgive I you. you. And I watched an episode of Oprah, and I, <laughs> it was holding me down, so you're forgiven. No. He told them, hey, you need to get this straight. This is messing you up. Turn away from it. Yeah. But he was willing to forgive. He, he was. was ready and willing, yeah, and that's where we have to be, too. That's where we need to be. Yeah. yeah. What questions are coming up? Oh, I had one, and it just... Well, because I just kept... Because you on. just kept going and going, and I was sitting here thinking, when is he ever going to... Oh, oh, no. Father, um, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Um, We're sinners, too. Yeah, yes. And we um, we are not always the victim here. No, no. We need to be people who readily say, forgive me. Mm. I was a jerk, right? I shouldn't have talked like that. I shouldn't have said that. I... And we need to say the words of forgiveness. And, and, and I'm sorry is fine, but I think there is power in saying, forgive me. Will you forgive me? Yeah. And I think forgive me. that's demonstrated for us in the Lord's Prayer of saying the forgiveness word twice. Mm -hmm. right? um, that there are real debts and there needs to be a real ask for forgiveness. And that's one of the things I really love about the Lord's Prayers. Don't presume it. Oh, my wife knows my temper or something. You know, well, maybe she does, but I bet it would feel really good for her to know that you're aware of your temper and you shouldn't have spoke like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. And you, it would be good for you to admit it and humble yourself before her and say, I, I, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And I think we presume or assume the forgiveness of others and our God too much. And I think that... That's one thing the Lord the Lord's prayer reminds me about is Corey, don't be a presumptive jerk. Admit your shortcomings. 
And I know I don't always do that well, Tim. You're probably thinking, of, well, then why did you do no, this no, no, no. and that? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking um, there's um, I maybe it's another. I'm not remembering the context in the scripture, but there's this call for us to go to our brother and ask for yes. forgiveness first. Yeah, before um, you go to the before altar. Before you yeah. go to the altar. On the way. Uh, you need to, if, you know, drop everything you're doing. If you remember that you've sinned against somebody and go and make yourself free. That might make it in the possible. sermon this, this week. Um, that just might make it in yeah. the sermon. There's yeah. so much yeah. to it's talk about. To How are you going to fit it all in? It's supposed to be a priority. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, maybe I need yeah. to do a forgiveness uh, series. Maybe, you know? maybe. Uh, wow. I know I don't do many topical wow. series, but maybe. That'd be. Parables of forgiveness. I don't know. Would that be good? It's, it's all through. I mean, it's the whole, it's the whole Bible. Uh, yeah, so the story of Exodus and it is and and oh, well, you gosh, know how like, so we deep, like to do so. the whole Bible. We do. We, we like, like the, Bible. the whole Bible. <laughs> well, well, we, we better, better wrap up. up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Whoa, wow. Weird. Trippy. Twilight Zone. There. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Where are we getting the oat milk? You're getting it from some reputable source. <laughs> If they uh, have oat if, milk, are they reputable? I don't, I'll leave this to you and your sister to figure okay. out. Maybe she'll ship it through Amazon Marketplace or oh, something. Oh, wow. My, yeah, my family tends to do that. Maybe, so yeah. if you're listening, sister, you know, you could just drop ship it. Yeah. No, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You've done enough for me. <laughs> yeah, we already had to taste it once, right? <laughs> you're forgiven. <laughs> Anyway, um, sorry, I just undid everything. No, all you the did. good things. Anyway, well, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. And we wish you a blessed week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>